Just recently, an F-35 military jet crashed. The pilot ejected, and the plane flew like 60 miles without him in it and then crashed. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Hey, it was only a $100 million whoopsie, right? Whoops-a-daisy! But would anyone on purpose just think, I'm going to crash this plane? And if so, what were they thinking? Well, that's where we're going today. The Faith Up Slayer. Garth Ackman, David Lyons. Hope you're having a good week. Raining here in Minnesota. Pretty crazy. It's okay. It's okay. My car doesn't work in the rain, though. I don't know why. Another story. Hey, you can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And as always, keep your keep your comments about the Bears to yourself. Some of us, some of us are really depressed about that, and we can't handle it. Okay? And yes, the Packers came back last second, but who cares? They're the Packers. Anyway, all right. Hey, we're brought to you by MingleMateMarry.com, podcast, YouTube, and website for the perfect marriage material and swag. If you're mingling, mating, or dating, check out MingleMateMarry.com. It's going to be good. Going to be good. So I was reading the book, The Divine Conspiracy, and they were talking about a pilot who was practicing maneuvers, and at one point, she pulls a hard ascent to shoot straight into the sky, but instead crashes her plane straight into the earth. So the point was she was so busy maneuvering that she lost her sense of direction and did not realize she was flying upside down. How is this even possible? Well, you can get so disoriented flying at those speeds with the G-force building up that you can end up going by how you feel and not by your instrument panel. So when you feel your way rather than think your way, uh, you're in trouble, especially at Mach 1.6. That's 1,200 miles per hour. So again, upside down, she pulled back to go shooting into the air and shot directly into the earth. Uh Uh-oh. Look, unless you were locked in a box on an island on Mars, you know about the WWJD bracelet craze, and you're going, Garth, where is this going? Hang on. Millions of these bracelets were sold, and I mean millions. I never bought one, never wore one. My own personal reasons, basically, would Jesus wear one? I mean, really, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus wear one? I don't think he'd wear one, so anyways. What would Jesus do? It's quaint, it's a nice sentiment, but I feel it lacking in really bringing about any conviction. Here's what I would suggest. Rather than WWJD, how about WWJT. What would Jesus think? I feel that this is much more powerful as an act in which to practice. Look, we can excuse what would Jesus do because, well, he's Jesus, right? But I don't think asking myself what would Jesus do is going to really make me do it. Look, during that whole craze, we all saw plenty of athletes and famous people wearing those bracelets. And yeah, they put a stink on it pretty bad, pretty bad. I mean, some of those guys cut the bracelet off, use it as toilet paper. It, it's, it's not working for you. A bad witness. Anyway, the point is we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, not by the renewing of our actions. Now, before you think you're being a little nitpicky, Garth, stop to realize that we can, in fact, think what Jesus thinks. In doing so, it leans into our heart and into our mind. It presses into us that if we can think it, and digest it mentally, it can transform us, and in fact, we can start to do what he would do if we first think what he would think. 
look, very little of anything's changed by merely doing, or at least it changes very little. We typically do for a while and then stop. But when we think it, when we stop to think, what would Jesus think? Well, now I have to really wrap my head around the why and not just the do. I I may have shared this example. It's one of my favorite stories about a woman who's trying to lose weight and she tries everything, but she just could not do it for very long. So she goes to a doctor who explains to her that she will never do it long enough to make it a habit. Rather, she should first think. You have to think it first and get it so ingrained in what you think in your mind that it becomes who you are. So he suggested that this woman carry a big purse and in that purse carry a bathroom scale and also a picture of the skinny woman she wanted to look like. Whenever she would get ready to eat something at home, at a restaurant, rather than trying to do the right thing, she would simply pull out the scale and the picture and she would weigh herself and think about that number on the scale and look at that picture and think about who she wanted to be. Look, she would get up in the middle of the restaurant with her purse, go into the ladies' restroom, go into the stall, stand on the scale and look at the picture and think, is that the number I want? And then look at the picture and say, is that what I want? And by thinking first, it ingrained into her mind, soul, spirit, who she really was, because that's who she really was. And then she acted accordingly. Why is it so important to read the the Word of God, AKA the Bible? Because you have to think about it. Yes, we've all been there. We've all read a page or two. I remember in school doing this, in college, especially late at night. You read two or three pages, maybe even a chapter, And all of a sudden you go, what did I just read? Did I actually read this? I don't remember anything. I know my eyes went over the words. I went through the sentences. I turned the page. But what did I actually read? Now look, there are those times. But most of the time, most of the time, it's still the greatest aspect of reading in that you have to think about it. We have to put it in our brain. And we first have to consume it mentally before we do it. And though there are those times we just blip, and what did I read? 99% of the time, we have to think because our mind has to, has to process the letters into words. The genesis, again, is that we are not trying to, what would Jesus do? But first and foremost, what would Jesus think? What would he, what would he think? We got to wrestle with what did he think? And by thinking of what Jesus would think, we are thinking what Jesus would think. Confusing? I'll say it again. By thinking of what Jesus would think, we are thinking what Jesus would think. Confusing, yes, but you know what? It's not really that confusing because that's the point, to think what Jesus would think. So today, worry about what Jesus would think, not what Jesus would do. The doing will come soon enough as soon as you start thinking what Jesus thinks. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, Keep slaying giants.